Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, helping first responders and their families. Every December, we have a tradition here at the Rob Manus Show to highlight a nonprofit that serves veterans, and we will continue to do that this year. But this year, we're adding a nonprofit that serves first responders and their families. Especially since today is Pearl Harbor Day, we chose this day to highlight our first organization. Many are not aware that it was civilian first responders that responded to fight fires and administer medical attention when the capabilities on the military bases were destroyed in the attack. Civilian fighter, firefighters were killed and wounded as they replaced military firefighters at bases like Hickam Airfield on that day. Back the Badge USA is the organization and they provide meaningful support to our community's first responders and their families as an expression of appreciation for their protection and service. Back to Badge USA is a nonpartisan, non-political organization. They're established for providing assistance to disabled first responders, scholarships to dependents of the fallen first responders, and continually networking to know, address, and meet the needs of the first responder community creating access to and making available various resources to first responders and their families. Incoming Back the Badge USA President, retired Marine Master Gunnery Sergeant Mark Luttrell joins me today as my guest. Mark, welcome to the Rob Manis Show, my friend. Uh, thank you, uh, Colonel Mattis. I appreciate the invitation and uh, thoroughly enjoy your show. Well, we appreciate that. Uh, and folks, uh, uh, just a reminder, this is a live show. So if you make comments uh, on the comment threads, we can see them in our chat thread. And if you have questions for uh, Mark or myself, please feel free to ask. Uh, Mark, tell us, uh, tell the viewers a little bit about your background and uh, where you're coming from on Back to Badge USA as, as far as your personal effort to help the organization. Well, uh, as far as my background is concerned, when I retired from the Marine Corps, I returned to school, uh, attended University College in London, England, uh, got my law degree, uh, returned, had to wait for uh, international uh, transfer of credit. So I worked as a police officer for, uh, uh, for a few years, uh, received my international uh, transfer of credit set for the bar. And uh, the rest is history. Um, served, uh, uh, served in the Marine Corps, uh, proudly served in the Marine Corps, enjoyed my military days, would gladly do it again. My association with Back the Badge uh, came about, oh, roughly a year ago. Uh, in any case, while we were organizing an event uh, in, uh, up in La Crosse, Wisconsin, uh, had a very successful event uh, and enjoyed working with everybody, both on the local level there and on the national level, and then was recently asked to assume the position of president of Back the Badge USA. Uh, so uh, the current president or the, the previous president stepped down, uh, I assumed, mm -hmm. and have been heading the organization ever since. Uh, we're looking at setting up a uh, uh, another uh, event uh, in Lake Geneva, uh, probably to be hosted sometime this spring, uh, and we may have a couple of uh, a couple of bag events 
uh, in between time, but uh, the following spring, the uh, uh, the organization will host an event in Louisville, Kentucky, the home of the Kentucky Derby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louisville, Kentucky is rated as the, the uh, 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 Kentucky is rated as the top horse capital of, of uh, uh, in the world uh, as far as horses and horse breeding is concerned. Yeah. And uh, uh, Lake Geneva is listed as number three. So we're trying to we're trying to tie together the quarter horses and thoroughbreds and uh, and bring uh, and bring some help to the police departments in both of those locations, police, fire departments, uh, paramedics in those areas. Well, appreciate your service, uh, Mark, and uh, appreciate you stepping up to head this organization. It sounds like a, uh, a very uh, unique uh, and uh, energetic organization from what I have been able to learn about it. And that's why I wanted to highlight it on the Rob Maynard Show in my, in my December uh, highlight of nonprofits that help those that serve us. Uh, and speaking of those that served us, you know, to, as I mentioned in my opening, today is Pearl Harbor Day. And uh, a lot of folks don't realize that civilian first responders, police, fire department, medics, uh, all were uh, served in the response to the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor and the airfields uh, around the islands on December the 7th, 1941. Uh, and uh, I don't think we've had an organization like Back to Bad's USA uh, since then, really. I mean, y'all are fairly new. Uh, and, uh, just wondering what you think about those sacrifices that they made. I know several died at Hickam field firefighters and about eight or nine were wounded, uh, fighting the fires after the military firefighters were killed in the attack. As, as we discussed last night, Colonel Mattis, why I had a very good friend of mine, uh, who uh, retired as a Sergeant major in the Marine Corps. He served 35 years. Uh, but uh, uh, he graduated from boot camp and was uh, and was sent to Pearl Harbor. Uh, two days after arriving at Pearl Harbor, why December seventh hit? Uh, what a way to start a thirty-five year career! Uh, but uh, he and I talked about it often, and he said the response of the public was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, we did uh, kind of a comparative between us. Uh, of the uh, uh, the welcome home that we got coming back from Vietnam versus uh, what occurred in World War II, uh, and uh, it was uh, it was a very interesting comparison between the two. Of course, we kind of saw the return of that uh, following Desert Storm uh, of mm-hmm. the uh, of the World War II welcome home. Uh, but uh, in any case, why? The civilian first response uh, first responders were absolutely responsible for for saving hundreds of lives uh, following uh, following the attack on on uh, on Pearl Harbor. Uh, those included paramedics, uh, police, fire department, even civilian volunteers just came out of the woodwork in order to assist the wound, uh, the uh, the wound, injured and wounded. Uh, following the attack on World War II, on uh, Pearl Harbor in World War II, it was a devastating day. 
Yeah, it was devastating for our country, much like uh, 9-11 was in my time in the military. And I was in the Pentagon on 9-11. And, and I remember the first responders uh, included people like me who were volunteers to help fight the fires and, and do medical uh, attention for the wounded and rescue people and those kind of things. Uh, in addition to police cars and, uh, and medics and ambulances just stopping on the side of the road, citizens just stopping on the side of the road and uh, jumping in and risking their, their lives to help. So, yeah, we greatly appreciate everything they did on December 7th, 1941, and really greatly appreciate that whole generation. We've actually, we've actually attempted to model back the badge uh, by the actions of the, of the first responders following the attack on World War II, uh, on Pearl Harbor in World War II. Uh, you know, that uh, you've got a, a staff of strictly volunteer personnel uh, who are aiding, assisting police departments, paramedics, uh, fire departments uh, to, uh, uh, to provide them with the essential tools that they need that many of these smaller police departments cannot afford. Uh, so it's, it's absolutely critical. One of our mottos is the life that you save maybe your own making a donation to the organization. You're absolutely right. Uh, we'll do this a couple times during the show, Mark, but how, where can people make donations to the organization? Uh, they can make donations through uh, backthebadgeusa.org. Backthebadgeusa.org. Yes. Folks, uh, uh, you mentioned uh, a bag event. Uh, what does that entail? And, uh, uh, and I know you've done a few of those. Uh, do you have to be in a certain location or do you go just about anywhere that there's a U.S. first responder unit? Well, you know, our goal is to, is to reach every, every police department, fire department, and paramedic organization in the United States, obviously. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we pick and choose areas. Uh, then we will uh, we'll try to come up with uh, with people willing to host an event within that area. Uh, we go in, we aid and assist in fundraising efforts uh, with the uh, with the locals, and uh, uh, then we do our due diligence with the police departments, fire departments, and uh, and uh, paramedic organizations within the area, assess their needs. Uh, the bags that I'm discussing are basically first responder trauma bags. Um, they're uh, they're set up with uh, with uh, 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 bandages, tourniquets, uh, everything that a first responder could possibly need to have in their possession in order to save someone's life after a traumatic accident. Uh, they even come with a with a, a gunshot kit in them. Uh, so, uh, uh, there's a separate, separate bag for that type of, uh, that type of, uh, of trauma related, uh, uh, event. So, uh, uh, the bags are very, are very, uh, inclusive, uh, mm -hmm. about all areas of dealing with, uh, with trauma wounds and different trauma scenarios that could occur, whether it be an automobile accident, uh, a mugging, uh, 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 an armed robbery, a shooting, whatever it may be, uh, right down to dealing with uh, drug overdose. Wow, that's quite a bit. Uh, what, what's the cost of the contents of the bag? 
for each one. Uh, round it, round it up. Uh, uh, each bag cost approximately four hundred dollars. Wow. Uh, and uh, you generally will go to those small departments that can't afford their own gear and those kinds of things. How do how do you pick a department or a town to go to? Well, basically, basically what we do is we we either are contacted by someone within the town. Many times, city councilmen or uh, uh, police chiefs uh, or fire chiefs within the area. Uh, who tell us that they have a need uh, in any case why we assess the need that they have. Uh, we can customize these uh, uh, these trauma bags that we supply uh, and uh, for the to serve the needs of that particular area if necessary. Uh, so uh, you know that the bags are an ever ever changing uh, uh, content. So uh, in any case, and then other times we'll just take a look at an area. Uh, we realize that they're, they're served by several smaller police departments. Uh, you know, what really brought this to, to light was a good friend of mine is a police officer. And in any case, he got a call uh, from somebody one day. He was off duty, got a call and said that, uh, that a guy had drug overdosed in the middle of the street. Outside. Well, uh, Sean jumped in his car, uh, raced to the scene, uh, got to him. Uh, Sean did not have a mouth protector uh, to provide uh, 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 CPR, to, or not CPR, but uh, mouth-to-mouth resuscitation on the guy. Mm -hmm. uh, and in any case, why had somebody else assisting administering CPR, and since Sean didn't have a mouth protector. He made a decision to go ahead and administer mouth to mouth anyway. Uh, the department was not happy with him as a result of it uh, uh, and uh, said he shouldn't have done it. And, you know, my, my view with the police department, which I contacted the police chief about, was that, look, uh, he had a choice, either take a chance on on receiving some kind of disease by doing this or letting the man die in the street. What do you think he should have done? Uh, but, you know, this kind of the whole idea of ensuring that, that police departments and first responders had the materials at hand. A lot of the officers that I knew were buying their own equipment out of their mm -hmm. own, uh, simply because they, uh, the police departments, they weren't in their budget. So uh, that, that was when the decision was made. Something needed to be done to address this issue. Yeah, it's uh, fantastic work. Uh, you know, we call them bean counters in the Air Force. You got the operations people like me <laughs> uh, and folks that work on the airplanes and put bombs on target and those kinds of things. And then you got the bean counters that don't like it when you have to make a decision in the heat of the moment <laughs> that uh, is a decision based on a unsatisfactory set of circumstances usually so there is no right or wrong and uh yeah, i'm bean, glad you backed that guy up yeah the, the the bean counters in the marine corps they didn't they didn't care about the the uh, bombs you put on target it was the ones that missed that they had a problem with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i do too man i had a lot of problem with bombs that missed for sure uh the uh so so the organization also helps disabled 
first responders. Uh, 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 how do you go about doing that? Uh, well, we, we create a list each year, uh, primarily from incoming requests for assistance, either by the person themselves or by a family or friend. Uh, we assess those. We assess those needs. Uh, do a little bit of due diligence, and uh, then we decide how many people that uh, that we can take care of those needs for, and uh, and which ones are of top priority. Uh, the other thing that we do is we also uh, we also have uh, uh, scholarship programs uh, mm-hmm. for, for first responders, uh, families, and their children. Yeah, and uh, how do folks uh, apply for those scholarships? Uh, once again, they do it online. Uh, they'll make an application for uh, for a scholarship grant. Uh, we review those, uh, assess need once again, and uh, and then make a decision based on funding, available funding as to how much we can do. And that's at the website Back to Badge USA. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Great. Back Fantastic. USA dot yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Uh, the uh, how great is the need out there for the disabled population and uh, and and kids that that need to get scholarships to go to college that ordinarily their parent would have paid for it, but now they're disabled. You know, within the last year or so, while uh, we've had a, a drastic increase in the number of, of job injured first responders. Um, and so uh, that need, I'm sure, uh, this past year uh, has increased dramatically uh, following 9-11. Obviously, you had a great deal mm-hmm. of need there. Uh, so I've got some good friends in Firehouse 10, which was the nearest firehouse to the World Trade Center, uh, have been up to the World Trade Center uh, remembrance ceremony several times. Uh, and uh, we always meet at suspenders after it's over and a little uh, little bar that uh, seems to be frequented by both uh, uh, police fire and uh, also other first responders. And uh, we have one heck of a party in there. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't let don't let uh, Bill de Blasio find out. Uh, he may get upset. <laughs> uh, he, he, he never made an appearance. <laughs> though, though we did though we did have several uh, uh, several uh, of the people that uh, participated in uh, uh, with Simon Cowell on his show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, they seem to they seem to make appearances every year. So fantastic! Uh, great, great bunch of guys up there, though. Really, really yeah. enjoyed them. Uh, spent time with their uh, with their bagpipe uh, core, and mm-hmm. uh, really a super bunch of guys. Enjoyed it. I, I enjoy all of my associations with the firefighters and the police departments, uh, and for that matter, EMTs. Yeah, the uh, the uh, New York City Fire Department also, after Katrina, came down here to the Gulf Coast and uh, especially yes, in did. New Orleans uh, 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 and that area and helped and uh, along with their utility workers and all kinds of folks that, that are, you know, it's the, the standard crews, I call them, for a disaster response. Uh, and yes. uh, they are a great bunch of guys and gals. I've worked with them before and uh, 
we really do appreciate them. So, so Mark, uh, what, what is uh, on the horizon, the near-term horizon, as far as events go for Back to Bed USA? Well, you know, I predict that we're going to have a very bright future. Uh, we're, uh, uh, we're in the midst of, uh, of fundraising activities right now. Uh, I encourage, I'd like to encourage everyone, if I may, on your show, uh, to go to backthebadgeusa.org and to donate, uh, to donate anything that they, uh, that they could possibly afford. Uh, we're not asking anyone to do anything that they can't afford to do. Uh, you know, you need to take care of home first. But keep in mind, once again, uh, the life that you save may be your own. You never know when you're going to have a, a heart attack at the house or, or slip and fall or going to go out to run up to the corner store and have, a, uh, have an automobile accident. Uh, you know, so the, the very life that you save might be your own or a member of your own family because these officers and first responders have the equipment that they need in their possession to deal with whatever your injury may be. Absolutely right. Uh, we want every officer, uh, every badge wearer first responder to be kitted out uh, correctly because as you have said a couple times now, the life that you save is and likely going to be either somebody you know or you're even your own. Uh, yes. the, uh, <clears throat> are there any uh, uh, other events coming up that you want folks to know about? And, well, we do have the, the event that's going to be taking place uh, up in Lake Geneva. Uh, we have not set a firm date on that event uh, yet. Uh, one of our local organizers is out of town. He's at the National Rodeo. A competition out in Las Vegas right now. And so uh, we're kind of waiting for his return and we'll get an event, uh, a date established for that event and, uh, and move forward with the planning on it. Uh, so, uh, you know, the events are a lot of fun. Uh, we generally try to pair local events with other organizations within the area. Uh, for instance, our, uh, our event, uh, that we just hosted up in uh, up in Wisconsin, uh, we we paired up with a, a child uh, organization called Kicking Bear, and uh, in any case, why it served the needs of both Kicking Bear and Back the Badge, uh, it was a very su successful coupling of the two organizations. Uh, got a lot of great word out to people, and uh, and raised quite a bit of money. Uh, so in any case, the, uh, uh, the, uh, a vast majority of the funding that is raised goes directly to support, uh, to support the medical bags themselves, which is the primary reason for our existence. Outstanding. Outstanding. The, uh, uh folks always ask us about charities. Uh, you know, uh, what percentage do you spend directly on? Uh, the first responders and their families versus what you pay for overhead? Uh, well, since we're strictly a volunteer voluntary organization, why uh, we have no salaries that we have to pay. Um, uh, about the only expenses that come out are actual event expenses. Uh, for instance, uh, uh, renting uh, uh, restroom facilities uh, uh, for the event, uh, 
paying for a venue, uh, usually we can get them donated, uh, sound equipment, that kind of thing. Uh, but outside of that, I would say roughly 90% goes directly to the medical bags. That's fantastic. That's what my viewers are looking for is 90% directly to the, the folks at the nonprofits uh, supporting. And that's really good news. I appreciate you being open and transparent about that. Uh, so it makes, it, uh, it makes it a whole lot easier to do, Colonel Mattis, if you're uh, 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 being a, a strictly voluntary organization. We're not drawing mm -hmm. salary or any money out of this. Yeah. And so consequently, why uh, uh, it makes it much easier uh, to keep those numbers in line with what we want, which is roughly 90 percent going directly to medical bags. Yeah. That's fantastic. So if you have one more thing you want to say to folks out there about Back to Badge USA, Mark, as we go to wrap up here, uh, what's your critical message to folks coming into Christmas time and uh, the new year? Well, obviously, Christmas, the holiday season, is a time for giving. Uh, you know, many of us are, are very blessed in what we have. Uh, and, you know, all of us work, you know, our entire lives or whatever part of our lives that, that we that we used to get what we have. But it's very important. Charity begins at home. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of charities that you can give to. There aren't too many charities that you can give to that may save your life. And Back the Badge USA is there to do exactly that, to support our first responders, their families, uh, their disabilities, and to support uh, the medical trauma kits, uh, which we provide to them, uh, which could very well save your life or the lives of a member of your family or a friend. Well, sir, thank you very much. And thank the folks for me personally that operate the organization. Uh, I've led first responders in my Air Force career as a commander. Uh, and uh, been helped by them many, many times, as has my family. Uh, and uh, we certainly appreciate them and, and wish them all the best and a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And uh, likewise for you, Mark, we appreciate you joining us today and giving us some of your valuable time. Uh, we will get this out uh, to the folks and hopefully raise some money for y'all and get more equipment into the hands of first responders and more uh, support to scholarships and families and disabled uh, first responder veterans. Uh, we certainly appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Colonel Manis. And, uh, and uh, a special holiday uh, uh, hello to you and to your family. Uh, I'd, like to, I'd like to take a minute to thank you for your service uh, and your continued service to this country. Uh, it, is, it does not go without notice. So well, thank you again, and thank you for your support of Back the Badge USA. Absolutely. I hope to make this an annual thing for you guys, just like we do with our veterans nonprofits. And I look forward to watching what you do and helping you all throughout the coming years. And uh, God bless you, Mark, and God bless everybody out there. And uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you, Merry Mark. Merry Christmas to you as well, sir. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Well, folks, there you have it. Back the Badge USA. Uh, the, uh, I will post the donation link into the comments uh, uh, on the Facebook pages and uh, on the Twitter. 
uh, deal. And when we publish the episode, we'll also do the same thing uh, again and on all the other social media that the link gets published to on Thursday. Uh, that's it for the Rob Mana Show for uh, the week of December 7th, 2021, Pearl Harbor Day. Pray for those that lost their lives on that day and pray for our country that it regains the wisdom that the greatest generation gave to us. Until next week, I'm Rob Manus.